Things are already starting off with a bang. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hello, our lady nation. Uh, we back. Welcome back to another yes. week of Women Can't Parlay. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. Are you drinking? I haven't currently opened anything, but I was just waiting for you because I know you've had a weekend. Yeah, I know. I was like, I should not be drinking because A, Chicago. B, I I have a date. I, I almost said I have a date. I don't have a date. I have a dinner tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> that I have to go through, which I'm certain I'll be drinking at. And then, um, right. and yeah, so like also it's closed right now with work, but I'm probably going to grab a natural light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll totally, um, I'll probably go with ranch water. Nice. At least I am out of high noons. All I have is natural light and then whatever white claws you left at my house that you don't want. <laughs> Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ten years ago. And uh, oh, Lord. I'm going to save those until I get really desperate. Yeah, fair. That's why I keep leaving them there. <laughs> yeah. My sweater is back. Yeah, you do. The cold is back. <laughs> I guess I brought the weather back from Chicago. I don't know. Well, Texas forever. <laughs> 20, almost three fucking episodes of this podcast, and we still don't know how to introduce ourselves. I know. I know. What's going on? Actually, we're curious what's going on with you because Miss <laughs> Jeff was in fucking Chicago all weekend while the rest of us um, peasants were just hanging around here. Well, I mean, by Jess was in Chicago all weekend. I was there for like five minutes and still recovering from that. Got really drunk both days. Looked fun. It was so fun. I got to say, I mean, I guess we'll just go ahead and get the fuck into it, but. Yeah, big fan. I'm a huge fan of Chicago. Have you ever been? Uh, I've been one time and I loved it. And I only want to go back all the time. Okay, well, let's let's go back. I'm in. Granted, I will have to say, like, I'm only going to allow going there the three months of the year that it's nice. Yeah, fair. The first time I went, it was the first week of December. Yeah, fuck that. But it was a cowboy game. Um, but also that I could maybe be down for. It was the craziest weather. Everybody there was like, this weekend is insane. I can't believe y'all are here and the weather is this nice. Like it was, for example, we went and did the like ice skating by uh, like the Cub Stadium, I guess it was where it was at. And obviously you sweat when you're ice skating. Well, if you're me, you sweat when you're <laughs> ice skating. But even afterwards, I like had to take my coat off to like walk to the next bar. It was crazy good weather. So that's shocking. Yeah. So I didn't fully experience a Chicago winter and nor do I want to. So I'm with you. Yeah. I just know I have no desire to do that. But I mean, we got very lucky because it was originally slated to rain. It didn't rain while we were there. It only rained Sunday, which we were leaving. So it didn't matter. But it was like 50 the whole time. And I was worried about how cold that was going to be. But for me, I felt like it was nice. It wasn't like I needed, you know, a full winter yeah. fucking igloo get up or anything like that. <laughs> Good. Thank God. Cause I don't own that. Yeah. But it was like, I feel like I don't, I hope this doesn't like offend people, but I feel like Chicago is extremely underrated. Like oh, I never you. really thought about Chicago being, oh my God. And it's like a, so beautiful. I 
really never like dreamed it would be that pretty. It was so pretty. And, you know, we weren't there that long. So that was kind of a bummer. Maybe we should have planned better time-wise, but we kind of got in like everything you would need to. And we really originally like had talked about doing the touristy stuff, but I just don't really give a fuck about that shit. But you know, we had talked about it and I was like, well, I really don't want to make a whole bunch of plans because we're just not there that long. And knowing our drunk asses, it's like the second we have one drink, it's over. You know, we're not doing anything we planned that we're going to do. We're just going to get drunk. So we actually, the first night, it was kind of hectic because like we flew in, got there, you know, in the evening and we wanted to do that friends experience thing. Yeah. So we did that. That was awesome. Yeah. Highly recommend. So we did that real quick. And then we found like a pizza place because we were going to do like deep dish because I've, you know, obviously never been. So I was like, yeah. Let's do okay. that. So we found a place, did the deep dish thing. And like we were just sitting there talking, like trying to figure out where we we're going to go. And we ended up going to like find a bar. And like we were walking up and down. And it was kind of bummer because everything was either like at capacity and we couldn't oh. get in. Or it was closed, like I guess lost in the pandemic. So that was kind of sad, but that was kind of the part of town that we stayed in, which was like the Navy Pier area. Yeah. We just kind of kept walking and found a bar like not far from our hotel. And we're like real MVP. I don't even know what the bar fucking was called, but finally, after forever, we found one. I think too, normally the bars close at like four. Yeah. But I think because of COVID, they close at like one. So I was like, bummer, but probably not really because we also had an early flight Sunday. So that yeah, 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 yeah. Real fucking bad. But whatever. I got there, ordered like two double whiskeys, and I'm like, bring me two more in five fucking minutes. Yeah. And then Saturday, we ended up getting up and doing the touristy shit. Nice. Um, shockingly. Yeah. Like yeah. we got up really early, went to the bean and then walked through that park. Cause it was like right by our hotel and then walked like along the lakeside and then did, walked the pier and then went and did that way up high heights mm-hmm. thing, the 360 observation deck. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I know what you're talking about, but really I don't know anything about it because <laughs> I will never, you will not catch me there. In this lifetime. Oh, I loved it. It was very cool. And like we had walked like six fucking miles that morning doing, you know, all that shit. So by that time it was like, okay, now it's time for a beer. (laughs) Yeah. You deserve it. We like got down to Wrigleyville and the game was so, so fun. I highly recommend that experience. If you ever go to Chicago, the, like, I'm sure there's ambiance and whatever that you should do and like actually go to the stadium and all that jazz. But this the rooftop experience is like outside of the stadium but you at least where we were it was like a hundred bucks but it includes all you can eat food all you can drink alcohol which easy is awesome and that's where jess makes her money back but also makes like (laughs) terrible life decisions so you know and then but it was it was so fun like we had a good group of people and like the roof next to us we were like having like chugging contests like awesome experience then we just like pub crawled after that Wrigleyville and we ended up like meeting these guys from Oklahoma love it go fucking figure and and maybe this is more northern Oklahoma I don't know because they were out of Tulsa I think but apparently there's like a big fan base in Oklahoma for the Cubs because like they used to air 
Cubs games on channel two or something. Yeah. You know, they didn't, they barely have any professional sports teams. Now they finally have the thunder, but that didn't happen until like 2005. Yeah. So I don't know. These guys were like Cubs fans from Oklahoma. We were like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, but I don't know. So we just got like blackout. But it was so much fun. I really, really liked it. I highly recommend. 10 out of 10. I feel like I could go on and on and on. And yeah, I definitely want to go back. Dude, I'm in. Just let me know the day. And we have like three months before I like cut Chicago off. Okay. <laughs> well, it's still pretty early for their summer. So I feel yeah. good summer days are probably June, July, August-ish maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. we have multiple. I have plenty of people that live there that really? I can ask. Um, yeah, I don't. And so when we were drunk looking for a place to go in my head, I'm like, you know, cause with my work being like a chain across the United States, there are times when I have connections in random places. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, obviously, uh, I asked for recommendations with people, but we were kind of trying to find like a brunch place mm-hmm. before Wrigleyville. Just oh. like go down there because it was in like a different part of town. Yeah. Like I said, we ended up kind of changing our mind. But the night before I'm drunk and I'm like, who do I know that lives in Chicago? That would be a great person to ask. Sure. And my drunk ass starts DMing White Sox Dave from Barstool, Chicago. Awesome. <laughs> and he awesome. actually was like responding, telling us where to go, which we did none of the things he told us to do. But it was funny because we were like trying to get him to come out with us. And <laughs> he was like, no. But um, I mean, not really. He was like, I have my dog or some shit. I don't even know. I didn't, I would need to go back and read what That's we even awesome. said the second night because I was black out at that point. But yeah. That's fucking awesome though. Yeah. God. So, but it was funny because I was like, Rainey's probably getting all of these, all of these notifications. This is probably like, who the fuck is Jess DMing? Oh yeah. I mean, there's a good chance that neither of those days I was 100% coherent. Oh yeah. Well, it was, it was fun. They're the guys that I always talk about that do the snake drafts. Yeah. 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 And I love, and he's the guy who's basically just like every guy we know, like he, I don't know if you remember if I sent it to you, I think I posted it. He had this take recently. They did a sit down restaurant draft Yeah, and um, he had this take about Hooters and it was like, I go there and I tip 300% just in the vain hope that one of them will come home with me or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> Shout out to White Sox Dave for being every guy I've ever met in my entire life. So I'm like, yeah, I think he would just be like so fun to get drunk with. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so that was like one of the first guys that popped in my head. I'm like, I bet he would tell us a good place to go. So funny. And he did though. That's I love people yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I love it. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad y'all had fun and yes. cool. So we'll be going back. Yeah, dude. Like I am so down. Sorry. That was like a whole... No, that was no. That's housekeeping. That's Sorry, housekeeping. I just remembered I had a whole thing. So I did tweet this, but I was like, serious question. Do Does the state of Illinois not require you to put your middle name on your driver's license? Oh. But figured it out. I, I think that guy was just dumb. When we were getting checked in at like the gate or the front door or whatever you want to call it for this Wrigley rooftop thing, the guy was like, I have a question for you Southern girls. And we were like, okay, because we had to give him our ID. Yeah. And he's like, why do all Southern girls have two first names? 
like Jessica Marie, Samantha, I guess I shouldn't say their names, whatever. But we were like, huh? Because I mean, in all fairness, I get that like, you know, a lot of us do a lot of is kind of known for that, like Brittany Jean kind of thing. Like I get that, but he's just looking at our license and it's just like first, middle, last. And he's like, why do y'all have two first names? And we're like, uh, do you like, does Illinois not do middle names? And he's like, oh, your state requires that you put your middle name on your driver's license. And we're like, yeah. Doesn't every state do that? Yeah, I guess not. Well, that's kind of what we were thinking. And then at the game, we're sitting next to this guy and we're like, hey, are you from Illinois? You know, and he showed us they have to put their middle names too. So for anyone who saw that, please ignore because I don't know. Maybe he was like high or something. (laughs) I don't know. I do not know, but I'm going to clear that up. It sounds like that guy just didn't know what he was talking about. Sorry, I keep like doing this weird thing, but I swear to God, my nose looks different than it did yesterday. I don't, I don't know what to do with that information, but it, I don't either. But it's kind of freaking me out. Maybe my, something's wrong with my eyes. Maybe probably yeah. all of the above. Honestly, I did just like lay down a thousand things. So no, that's okay. Uh, I wanted to hear about it, Daddy. Uh, Daddy. Uh, no. Oh, another another positive about Chicago. If you're like really, really drunk, they like don't kick you out of bars or something because what when we were hanging out with those Oklahoma guys, they were trying to keep up with us, which we all know. Yeah, right. Don't, don't even try. <laughs> I, I could put I could put some Oklahoma guys against three Texas girls that, you know, they could probably beat out, but like the three of you, no fucking chance. <laughs> I take that bet every day. Yeah. So these two guys try to keep up with us. Not a fucking chance. And one of them busted his ass twice. Would go to the bathroom, come back and just fall down face plant in the middle of the bar. And we did not get kicked out. That is a new day. Wow. Shout out Tulsa. We all should have been kicked out. But like this guy like fell fucking face first twice in the middle of the same bar. But I think definitely got them to review and subscribe to the podcast. So um, I'm anxious to read that review because that will be funny. Oh, I did also, a friend of mine wrote a review the other day too. So it should be up by now. Yeah, it takes, it usually takes like two to three days. Shout out to everyone listening. If you have not already, we're going to tell you to do it again. Please subscribe. Please rate us five stars. Please leave us a little a little note um, ah. talking really nice about us because <laughs> I will pay you. <laughs> yeah. Cause we want you to legitimately uh, like one of our first episodes where I said I would Venmo you $5 if you like did it. I had a friend <laughs> send me a screenshot, but it was like a month after we did it. So I completely forgotten. And he was <sighs> like, Hey, where's my $5? I was like, shit. Who, what did I bet somebody and didn't pay my, my dues or whatever. <laughs> And then I was like, oh shit, the podcast. So then I Venmoed him $5 and it got declined because he doesn't even have Venmo anymore. I was like, you don't even have Venmo. Fuck, man. And then the shocking surprise, he actually got kicked off of Venmo for quote unquote gambling. Oh shit, that's a thing. When the bylaws, yeah. So FYI, everybody. I was definitely taking money for like horses a couple weeks ago. Well, hello, NASCAR. Like, oh yeah, that too. (laughs) So I think it tags like specific things. So in the bylaws of Venmo, it says that this app is not to be used for like betting and blah, 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 all this crap. So I guess some people, cause they had a conversation about it. And I guess some people are just 
not as smart as others. And they were just straight up putting like gambling dues or blah, 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 like as their whatever. And so I guess Venmo's algorithm was like, cool. It looks like you do a lot of gambling on here. So we're canceling you. (laughs) Well, that's scary because I have literally Venmoed my mom for like black tar heroin before just to be like, stupid (laughs) should probably stop that action so we'll (laughs) noted we'll do but also that totally reminds me of the time and i don't even remember i still have it though uh the check that we got from donk (laughs) the infamous check check. what did it say on the memo definitely butt sex was on there yeah definitely (laughs) butt sex for sure i know it was something like oh my god is it his birthday in may Oh shit, it is it hold on, let me see. Let me do You have to send him a birthday card. You guys, one year, one of our good friends. I don't even know how it happened. I know we were drinking, but we're uh, like we'll we were drunk at card. the best bar ever. It's R.I.P. Tony's Tavern. R.I.P. But anyway, we basically bet, shocker, bet that we would definitely send him a birthday card every day for the month of his birthday. Yeah. He, or did we start as like a week or something? And then we're like he, Yeah, we send him a birthday card every month. Actually, I don't even think it was his birthday. I think his actual birthday is in May. And this was during football season. I think we just did it. I think we just sent him birthday cards for a month in like November. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Half birthday. I think we Yeah, half half birthday. birthday, And then we actually sent him a real one in May for his real birthday, which we need to double check that, fact check that. May 25th. Oh, I was going to say 22nd. Damn. Good. Even good job, though. Oh, wait, and it's on a Tuesday. <gasps> we'll have to do a shout out. Oh, perfect. Donkey yeah. Tonk. Okay. I doubt Donkey he's listening. Tonk. So we'll just send him a birthday card. Awesome. Perfect. Oh, yeah. We These are the kind of shenanigans that Rainy and I get into. <laughs> don't ask questions because, like, we don't even know. I'm just going to add you to this calendar invite. Perfect. I love a calendar invite. So do I. Are you still the, the Yahoo one? The old yeah. school Yahoo one? Okay. Yeah, don't make fun. Don't make fun. I, I, I hate, I'm hotmail, motherfucker. I get made fun of every day. <laughs> and you know what I say to those haters? Uh, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Exactly. It's technically Outlook now, so get off me. Mm. Side note, side note. This one little ranch water might get me a buzz because I've had a protein bar and an apple today. <laughs> nice. I didn't eat lunch. I ate cashews for breakfast, try to be gluten-free, dairy-free. And then, yeah, like dinner, I'm like, I don't even know, but I'm going to eat something probably not gluten-free or dairy-free. How are we five hours apart and still on the same shit show page? I don't know. I don't know. Love it. And I obviously wasn't gluten-free, dairy-free in Chicago. Let's be real. (laughs) Um, I had like 27 beers at the Cubs game, so. God I mean, I'm exaggerating slightly, but you know how it is. And you of all people, 1000% know how this is. Cause when we went to the world series together, like, oh. you know, they cut off beers at the end of the seventh inning, just like they would in the stadium, every fucking inning or like, um, like bottom and top of the inning, I was like, okay, go get two more beers, go get two more beers. So like, I don't know if you saw Sam's video where it was like the bench and we just had like 18 beers because we were like, well, we're staying for the whole game because it actually was a good game. Great time. I get it. Um, let's get our shit started. So. Yeah, I know. I We just <laughs> talked for like 30 minutes about my Chicago trip. I'm going to have to cut all of that, but. No, don't cut all of it. We'll cut. People care. Yeah, no one cares. 
We oh, care, motherfucker. That's it. That's all. Yeah, matters. we care, and it's our podcast. So there yeah, you go. we'll do whatever we want. Yeah, we do what we want. Okay, Bob Baffert's a cheater, y'all. I went down a rabbit hole on. Did the- you? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's Medina Spirit yeah. fails post race drug test. Test positive for like a specific steroid, which is either methazone. Okay, good job. Didn't know how to say it. You're medical. I'm not. Used to sell drugs. (laughs) Still do. JK, (laughs) don't pick us up, Venmo. (laughs) No, it's a specific steroid that which isn't, from what I understand, totally illegal, but it's illegal up to like a specific amount. And I think for the for the conturbi itself. (laughs) <laughs> phrase by us last week check it out for the conturbi itself i don't think you're allowed to have like any or a specific amount in your horse's system at all at this time there is like an investigation sort of underway i think a second drug test yep. if this status holds up medina spirit win will be voided and mandaloon will be named the winner of the conturbi bob baffer is currently banned from churchill downs pending all of this it's wild because preakness is coming up that could impact him you know obviously the triple crown situation and all that's all contentious right now based on what how what goes down in these next few days yeah so the rabbit hole i went down was simply because he's a very well-known trainer, right? And I didn't really watch any of this and I was not aware of that until now or until last week. Yeah, that's what's hilarious. It's like we finally figure out the guy who, even though maybe by cheating wins and we're like, oh, we should pick his horses always in the future. Now he's like never going to return. So like, that's cool. Next. Exactly. So what's wild to me is this whole thing. So by the way, if Medina Spirit does get disqualified, then that'll only be one of two drug related disqualifications of a Derby winner in the whole 147 years. Oh, wow. You did go down a rabbit hole. Well, that's because there's such, there's kind of like a conspiracy theory, like a hint of a conspiracy theory. So I had to go because I love a conspiracy theory, but (laughs) the last one was in 1968. And this one is like apparently much bigger than whatever the fuck happened in 1968 that I didn't look up clearly. So I, well, ESPN stated that he's uh, had five failed drug tests in the last year. Yeah. So, I was going to say, I didn't think this was like the first one by any Oh, means. it's not. So let me hit you with this. In 2018, Justify, who was, I believe the triple crown winner. Yes. That horse tested positive for scopolamine, scopolamine actually, I think. AKA devil's breath, AKA it's said to improve like horses breathing and like heart rate. So he was like, yeah, that just happened. This weed got in the horses like feed or bedding or something. And that's how like that was dropped off at my barn. So that's how obviously it got into a system and that kind of worked. And then other people came out and said, yeah, we use that same distributor and our horses tested positive for that too. So it kind of like got washed under the rug, like, okay, no harm, no foul. Then again, in 2020 on Arkansas Derby Day, so there was charlatan and gamine. They tested positive for lidocaine after the Arkansas Derby Day last year. So basically he said after that one, like, I forget what article I was reading, ESPN or something, but they were like, 
Yeah, it seems like a severe case of the dog ate my homework a million times over. Yeah. So this time he was like, yeah, well, it came from this patch that was worn by the assistant trainer. And that's how the horses like tested that much for lidocaine. I'm like, that's insane. So then later last year, that gamine or whatever that horse's name is tested positive for betamethasone. And that excuse was, well, he was using it during the approved timeline, but for whatever reason, that horse's system just didn't flush it out in enough time. And it just had some lingering, I think it's like two weeks before the race, you're supposed to stop using it or something. Yeah. So he would, yeah. So he was like trying to say, it just stayed in their system. That's not my fault. What? So now he's always had excuses, always had excuses. Well, now with Medina Spirit, he's like, he's just straight up denying it. He's like, we've never used that drug with this horse. Like we've never done this, never done it. We have the proof, all this crap. So we're all just, well, personally myself, waiting on pins and needles for this second like drug split test to come back because everything is pun intended riding on it. Yeah, no, for sure. I thought he was like throwing a bunch of excuses at the wall because I had read some headlines about him trying to throw out cancel culture and shit. And then basically saying everybody in the horse racing, you know, world does this. I'm just the only one getting caught. And it's like, well, you're under a fucking microscope right now, bro. Like what did you expect? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and from 1997 to 2021, you've won 17 triple crown races and two triple crowns. So yeah, people are going to look at your shit. And that yeah. ain't you, It, but yeah, it is. Like, that's how everything goes, right? Like, you're not going to win without some help. Like, you're not going to do win all these certain things without some help. So yeah, no, he's definitely throwing the idea around that this is a conspiracy theory and people are to get him. Although he's, he's being passive aggressive about that, I guess. So yeah. he's putting it out there, but he's acting like, I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but it's like, okay, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. This is crazy. And like, I guess, so in gambling terms, you know, originally I was thinking like, well, and I think it will still depend on your book and what book you use to like book any bets on this particular horse race. But I was thinking there might be some who are like, okay, like we're going to pay out Mandaloon as well, but I guess not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think we'll have to yeah. wait for the official numbers to come or the official like word to come in on the drug tests and like all that. But yeah. you know, once they kind of make the results official, I guess that's kind of it. But I have seen where some books will like pay certain things out, you know, based on different yeah. dramas and things that happen. But this is a little bit different. It's not just like a one-time game where people might put a little bit on it. I mean, people put a lot of fucking money on these horses. So yeah. I'm going to go with like, it's probably not going to matter on your bet, but who knows? Like this could be a way that a certain like sports book could stand out if they're like, Hey, fuck it. Like we're going to pay out mandolin as well. Cause they're never going to take your money back. That's the kicker is like, they're not going to be like, Oh, Hey, by the way, you know, you originally bet Medina spirit. We're taking that money back from you now, but it would be interesting if a sports book, especially in the competitive nature that it's in right now was like, Oh, by the way, we're going to pay out mandolin. I don't think it's going to make an impact for me because I didn't fucking bet on it, but yeah, I bet on soup, super sandwich. So (laughs) yeah, I bet on the whiskey one. So like, God damn it. You placed higher than I did (laughs) because I was dead fucking last. We're so good at this. Oh my God. Yeah. It's also like, you know, super sad to see the drug epidemic hitting horses too. Now, you know, look forward to this Medina spirit apology tour. Which that's another thing they keep bringing into that is like, it went for only a thousand dollars when it was like a yearling. And then, so they're like, 
sure, maybe this horse came out of nowhere and just became a badass, or mm-hmm. Bob Baffert's up to his old tricks. Shit. God, what a disaster. Yeah, totally. We'll see. I mean, yeah. we didn't know shit about it until last week anyway. Nope. So. But yeah, we Bob Baffert lived a whole one week in my head as like a good horse trainer. <laughs> God. You know, I know he's just a good horse drug dealer. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Your job is to hook horses on drugs. You <laughs> bastard. Canceled. Canceled. All right. Anything else on that? Um, nope. Okay. Except for every time you say Bob Baffert, I think you're about to say my dad's name. <laughs> I know. But we're not. So Babs. <laughs> Bab. <laughs> Next up, Canal Can Can Canelo Saunders fight. Um, yeah. I did not watch this. I was drunk. <laughs> I was not coherent at this time. We didn't watch it either, which is shocking. Oh, that I, does shock me. He must not have known that was happening. I'll be honest, I didn't, I knew it was happening because all the videos I watch on YouTube kept playing this fucking uh, trailer for this goddamn fight. So I'm so excited that it's now over. So I don't have to see that anymore. Yeah, fair However, enough. more shocking that I didn't know it was happening. I didn't know it was happening in Dallas. Yeah, same. I didn't know that. Crazy. And, yeah. And then now they're breaking records, of course. Yes. Yes, in front of a record-breaking crowd of 73,126, which noted during COVID, I think, is where the, the parentheses should come in there because well, 73,000 is a record, but to even put it on top two records, of- Yeah, two records, one being the biggest collective crowd within the pandemic, so that's yeah. the biggest like indoor crowd, and then also in the sport of boxing. Boxing. So yeah, record-breaking crowd of 73,126 for boxing attendance. Alvarez ended up winning via stoppage after the eighth round where Saunders basically threw in the towel due to like a broken face. Oh yeah. It's like, like his eye was closed, up, like, not because he wanted it to be. Yeah, no, he his face is broken. Like just like I'm broken. pretty sure Canelo was like Cause he kind of, he was like calling it, you know, but like, that's what happens and whatever. So he's like kind of celebrating, but he went to his corner and he was like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I broke his cheek. This is over. And then five seconds later, they're like, you did in fact break his cheek. Yeah. (laughs) So they're talking orbital bone. I don't know if it happened or not, but he did leave in an ambulance. So, I mean, it looked pretty bad. I don't blame him, but it does suck because before the fight, he was kind of like, I'll never throw in the towel unless I like die or something. And then it was like, I mean, trust me, Technically, I get it. I fucking yeah. get it. But like kind of sucks that you were talking that shit before the fight. And then like you actually did throw in the towel and you're still alive. So, and uh, also not a bad fight to lose. I mean, obviously no one likes to lose, especially when you're a fucking competitor, but Canelo holds three out of the four belts. Yeah. He's really good. And I think he's only lost like one fight ever. And he's won by like 40 knockouts yeah, stats are wild. 60 fights or something, 50, 50 fights. I fucking can't remember why would I write stats down for this. Yeah, that's not what we yeah, do. That's not, um, that's not what we report on the facts, no. People thought that Saunders might be his, the one that can beat him kind of thing. Yeah. Obviously not, but I did really enjoy Alvarez's huge walk-on. I don't know if oh, you Oh, see, that. I didn't even watch that. It was crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. He seems like kind of a showman. Very much a showman. And, you know, yeah. he's from the country of Mexico, very much mm-hmm. like supports that. And 
honors that. And that was like his whole cool thing. You need to go back and watch it. Yeah, it I definitely was, will. It was interesting. Exactly. That yeah. Your first interesting of the night. Probably not. Cool. Yeah, definitely not. You'll you'll hear it again. <laughs> well, we had like 92 in the last episode. So I'm yeah. like, we should start having like a an interesting tracker, you know? Yeah. Uh, interesting idea. <laughs> Psych. Um, no, I did want to draw attention to the boxing record that they beat because especially back in the day, like boxing was super popular and I do feel like it is popular now, but less than with now all the MMAs and all the other types yeah. of like or the original record of the most, whatever, whatever it was, people indoor, biggest indoor crowd was in 1978, Muhammad Ali, oh. Leon Spinks fucking rematch. Damn. Yeah. So I'm like, they had 63,350 people in 1978. So I'm like, that's just wild to think, even in 2021, yeah, to only have 10,000 more is kind of crazy. There probably would have been if it wasn't COVID. I watched a news, like a local news thing about it. Yeah. And like masks weren't required. No. No, I saw videos of a couple people that I follow that were there. And yeah, it was like zero mask at all. But welcome to Texas. Yeah, exactly. Wild Wild West. Uh, (laughs) Anything else on that? That's kind of all I had. No, not really. I guess just speaking of fighting. We also ah. saw Floyd, May- Floyd Floyd Mayweather, Jake Paul get into a little spat. I'm on the page of like, I just don't, I used to be okay with one of the Paul brothers, but now I just, they've become one person to me and I just can't, I can't. Everything I just like cringe for me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't really give a fuck about either of them, but yeah, in terms of their personalities, we definitely know Jake Paul is like, the bigger douchebag than Logan the absolute Paul, they're both pretty bad i mean jake paul literally played like gotcha nose with floyd mayweather yeah and then called gotcha hat and then he fucking tattooed it yeah. on his leg why why i mean i and i guess like credit to him because he is like trying well, to sell their fight that's not ex- even in existence yet but now it practically is well he's even- banned from their fight so he can't go oh i didn't know that yeah, he he's banned from Floyd and Logan's fight. Oh, well, that's interesting because, interesting, um, <laughs> that's wild because Floyd was saying, I'll fight both of them on the same night. Well, yeah. Why would, they, like, they would lose 50% of money yeah. that they could make by having it on the same night. Yeah, uh, like Mayweather's team, I think, came out and made a statement about that being a thing. And basically they said, yeah, I mean, he could do it, but it's not smart for a lot of different reasons or we're not much money to be had to be too much money to be had medically. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't even think they brought that up, but like, that's really fucking, that's really stupid. So they're not going to do that obviously, but yeah, they banned him. And I guess Logan called Jake and he recorded himself saying like, Hey, you can't even come to my fight. And then they're like laughing about it. And then it's just like a ton of, I just saw a compilation of everything Jake Paul has been up to in the last six days. And it was brutal to get through. That's why I'm thinking right now. I'm sure. And so it was just him going through all the thing. Like it showed the gotcha after several videos. He was like, I just want to apologize for my behavior and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, psych, you can suck my nuts. Yeah. Like something like that. I'm like, oh my God, you're absolutely unbearable i do want to give him or i guess both of them a little bit of credit 
I mean, they're not nobodies, but they're nobodies in the world of boxing. And yet they have so much money that they're able to like work their way into like having fucking fights with Floyd Mayweather. That's insane to me. Yeah. But I guess I'm from that aspect. I'm like, they kind of know what they're doing. And Jake is doing all this on purpose because he really wants this fight with Floyd Mayweather. Because I mean, who wouldn't want to dance around with Floyd for, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars? Like, I get it. But it's just annoying because there's like a huge part of me that wishes no one would give in to either of these guys in boxing because it's like, they're not real boxers. Or at least they haven't proved themselves enough to be flighting fighting people like Floyd. Floyd. But then um, there's another part of me that's like, you know what, Floyd, please take the fight with Jake. Please take the fight with Logan and fucking knock them both the fuck out. So we can be like, yeah, you're not real fighters. Yeah. So we can move on. Some credit because I know Jake Paul really has like dedicated his life to this now and is working out all the time. But to go from fighting like a celebrity boxing match to Floyd Mayweather overnight is just ridiculous to me. Yeah, it totally is. I keep thinking you're going to give them credit for what I actually think the only thing they're good at is, which is attention. I mean, well, they're, that's... they're the poster boy for any news is good news. Like any, yeah, any, like wh- any mention of them is a good mention. It doesn't matter. All pu- or whatever, whatever that publicity fucking statement is. Yeah, all press is good press. I mean, that that's like- essentially what I'm saying is they're rich enough and they're well known enough to like somehow work their way into the professional world of boxing which is dumb, but they're doing it. So I guess I can't really talk too much shit. Yeah. I mean, they learned from Vine. Yeah. They are still in our lives. Yeah. So, Mm. oh, (laughs) I did. This was funny and I have to admit that I laughed at it. Beside the fact that every other thing that has to do with them, I straight, I can't watch it. I literally wrote in my notes, I period can't period watch period this period. anymore exclamation mark (laughs) because I couldn't look at the screen while it was happening right so I wrote that but then I came across these tweets that I thought were pretty funny really the one so it's gotcha hat which I think he changed his twitter name to gotcha hat probably um probably but the one that actually made me giggle was I stole his hat because he steals people's money with boring fights See, just as soon as I'm like, fuck Jake Paul, he does something like that. And I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> that's what I said. I'm like, well, I'm going to give the little asshole credit for that because yeah. I actually did laugh out loud. So oh, but that doesn't make me follow him. I don't care about his other shenanigans. Yeah. Nope. And new. So anyway, that was funny. All right. Well, moving on. Still speaking of fights. Maybe we could get them on our podcast. Who? <laughs> Paul Brothers. Uh, sure. Uh, I'll just slide into their DMs. Like, give me a minute. I'll just say, got your nose. Got your bitch. Got your bitch. Got you on our podcast slated next week. <laughs> yeah, got you on your podcast. Change, change your uh, name to... Anyway, fuck that. <laughs> I don't even want to fuck around with that. Yeah, no, Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think we can get them on the pod now. <laughs> 5,000 uh, downloads has really gone to my head. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> fuck, whatever. Either that or the ranch water. Mm, going to go with the ranch water. <laughs> yeah, same C's. Cool. Double down. Cool. Yeah, moving on. Still speaking of fighting, though, we got a yeah. lot to unpack with this Tom Wilson saga. <sighs> So last week I had mentioned it because we recorded like the night after the first game where this all started. 
Yeah. And then they, you know, obviously with the way NHL went this season, you know, they only played within their conference and they played each team generally back to back to kind of cut down on travel for COVID. So like the fight where this all initiated was the first of their two game stint. So they had to play each other again. So as I shared on our social media and as it was all over the world, first off, this is hockey. This is how they handle things in hockey. And, you know, the Rangers were obviously very upset with the whole Tom Wilson debacle from the first night. They were upset that he was not punished at all. They had a lot to say about that and about the execs of the NHL and their lack of punishment to him. So basically, first round out of the gate, puck drops, fucking fights ablaze. That video was crazy. It was awesome. He was fined $5,000 though. Was that before or after the statement? Tom Wilson? Yeah. It Well, it wasn't Tom Wilson that was making the statements. It was the- No, 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 I know. But he was fined $5,000. An individual can't be fined more than $5,000 in the NHL. So like, it was kind of one of those things. See how much the Rangers were fined? Yeah. So, well, I'm just like trying to figure out even how to break this down. So like I said, the second game ended up being wrestle fucking mania. Six fights in the first period. Yeah. 100,000 minutes of penalty time. Like, I don't know if you saw all the pictures of them in the penalty box, but it was, they're all just smashed in there. There's more people in the penalty box than there is on the fucking bench at this point. <laughs> That's so great. So, I mean, yeah. And Tom Wilson, you know, actually ended up getting hurt at one me, point having, he had to leave the game. Part of me thinks that was like strategic. Okay. We know that this is going to continue as long as he's out. So we'll just hold him back. That way we can maybe get through the rest of this game. But I mean, I will say like uh, the Rangers are getting a lot of shit because they stood no chance trying to fight the Capitals. Like the Capitals are just much suited for fighting than the Rangers are. I mean, the Rangers are a really young team and the Capitals are just like a very like large presence team as well. So they didn't really stand a chance, but I do have a lot of respect for them to come out and answer that call that they felt like they needed to, which again goes back to just how the NHL is. And I know like there's a lot of people who are upset about this and there's a lot of diehard hockey fans who are upset about this because they don't want this to be change the game. Yeah. They don't want to fuck with the integrity of the game and they don't want this to be like hockey's because there's, there's an element of fighting, which I kind of touched on last week where it's a part of the game. So it's very important and it actually keeps the game much more. It would actually get much more out of hand if, if they didn't allow fighting. But I mean, I got to be honest. I mean, obviously I don't want people getting hurt. Like I'm not condoning that kind of thing, but I loved it. I loved every second of it. Like I, this is, I love hockey. I love the sport and I love that it's a sport where they, these, they actually have like this outlet to take their finger out on. And it's like, if you step on a line, we are going to come at you. Like we have our teammates back. We're going to fucking duke the shit out. Even like Tom Wilson said, uh, well, which, and this is what kind of sucks and makes you, I mean, if it doesn't make you feel like you can see both sides then you're not a fucking competitor and you don't really give a shit, you yeah. just won't have an opinion about something. Yeah. But he had uh, like made a statement where he was like, you know, this after the game, this got blown way out of proportion. You're taught at a young age when you're playing hockey that if that was just part of the game. So it now is. we're sitting here doing our time and then all of a sudden all this shit's happening. So he's like, that's not at all what happened, how it's getting blown to this level 
is insane, but he's like, you know, everybody who's made up their mind has made up their mind and I'm not going to say anything to change it. So it is right. what it is kind of thing, which sucks yeah. because by the way, he's only 27. It's oh, not yeah. like he's like old. No, but- it does suck because it's the Rangers were fined $250,000 for their comments made about the league mm-hmm. and the execs and the department of player safety, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And What's even worse is like two of Rangers management team members were let go because of it. And these are like the two team members who have actually like taken the Rangers from a very shit team, an organization, like made a public promise that they were going to rebuild this team. And in just like a quick three years really have done so. I mean, the Rangers are not making the postseason, but if you look at it like overall points wise, they're like one of the top teams in the entire league. It's just kind of based on the conferences and how things are being done this year. And they're a very young team, so they have a lot, a lot of potential. So it's just really unfortunate, too, for that aspect of it. I can only imagine this was huge for hockey ratings, NHL ratings, too, you know, which I like. But it's tough, though, because I get that, like, the organization itself can't, to some degree, condone that kind of all-out madness. But I loved every second of it. Yeah. Well, and like his, like he's out here getting this bad rap because people don't understand hockey. Like everybody who wants to have their opinions about everything. And of course it's not that people that have watched hockey forever have their opinions and they don't agree with it, whatever. But for me, I'm like, okay, you know, like suspended from games a lot and like, you know, the behaviors, whatever. Clearly there's, I won't call it a target on his back because he's obviously doing these things, but it is part of the game. And the more they call it, the more it's going to be called because that's just how he plays. Like he's a physical dude and he's fucking huge. Yeah. But he's never been called. He's had no post whistle interactions. In my mind, I'm like, okay, that's pretty respect, respectable for someone who is, you know, suspended this often or gets in trouble for things as often as he does. Like he's not cheap shotting people. Well, the head shots, obviously I can't get down with. (laughs) Um, yeah. but also I know when you're in those types of fights and there are millions of people there, like you don't really know what you're doing. Right. Um, and I guarantee you a lot of those guys are seeing red right at that point. But anyway, I thought that was an interesting fact that like out of all the times he's been penalized and like suspended or whatever, he it's never been for a post whistle interaction, which. Yeah, no, I've never known him to do any sort of like post whistle type yeah. below the belt thing, but there are, there are some. instances where i'm like okay that was a little too far and like to his like credit he is just a big guy he is a force to be reckoned with and that's the thing there's nobody on that rangers team that stood a fucking chance against that guy but they still stood up to him so like i respect that yeah tom wilson is just like he's a man in his own league basically so like it sucks because he really does just overpower everyone and sometimes it kind of gets him into trouble there are some times that i've referenced where I'm like, okay, that was a little fucked up. So like, you know, that was kind of more of a line where like where my scumbag comments were from last week. But no, totally get that. He's playing the game of hockey. He absolutely is. Sometimes I think he pushes things a little too far. And like, and I, I'm just very big on like, I don't want to, I don't want people to get injured. And that's where the line gets hairy is because it is a game of hockey where people are very much going to have like it's very injury prone and that's kind of just the nature of the game yeah i mean it's on ice for god's sake (laughs) well yeah but there are a couple of things that i can reference where i'm like okay like that was kind of fucked up like that guy got seriously injured no totally agree the the controversial comment i was going to make earlier (laughs) was 
Tyler Sagan used to be my hockey guy, but after I fucking Googled Tom Wilson, bye. He's my new guy. Oh, 27 years young. And also, so is his girlfriend, Taylor Pishke or whatever her name is. Cause damn, I don't know who his girlfriend is. Like she's a Canadian fan volleyball player. And Oh, is she, I don't know anything about her. I just have seen her in like a couple of his Instagram posts. One of which today, I think today was like her birthday. Oh, nice. Something like that. Maybe Happy yesterday. birthday, Taylor. The last few days are kind of like groggy for me, but she's very, very pretty. And so yeah. is Tyler Sagan. Uh, yeah. oh, wait, are you talking, Sagan's- you're talking about Tyler Sagan's girlfriend or Tom Wilson's girlfriend? No, no, no. Tom Wilson. I'm saying uh, Tyler Sagan used to be my hockey guy until I Googled Tom Wilson today for the first time in our knowledge of him, which you've obviously known about him, but I did not. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you he's sexual. Yeah. I mean, hello. I mean, I feel like there's something about hockey in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably all professional athletes, to be honest, but like there's something about hockey players that really gets me going. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. That was a lot. Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry. Not sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No, I was, but Tyler Sagan's girlfriend's pretty too. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were talking about Tyler Sagan's girlfriend, not Tom Wilson's girlfriend. So um, I was saying Tyler Sagan's girlfriend, who I feel like he's had for a while, but he's not yeah. like always, he doesn't post about her like all that much. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about her, but I have been seeing her on his social media. And I think like today or yesterday was her birthday or something. Oh yeah. No. Happy birthday to her then. Um, yeah. No. Uh, Tom Wilson's girlfriend is Taylor Pishke. Got it. Uh, I don't know. If I but she's know. like a Canadian sand volleyball player and she's looks fucking dope i like to pretend that all of these guys don't have girlfriends <laughs> yeah it's probably why they don't post a lot about them because <laughs> yeah i think they prefer that too yes. <laughs> oh, um, no, i love i mean yeah whatever there's so many hot guys in hockey it's unreal but yeah i say hockey first and maybe baseball there are a lot more players in baseball yeah uh, baseball players are only hot. I feel like if they wear their pants the right way, that's like one of my rules. <laughs> so what's your pants? Tall socks or no Tall socks. I got to tuck the pants into the socks. Otherwise it's unattractive. I do. That's why I love Kinsler so much. Oh, Ian. Hello. Yeah, I know. He was my boy. Yeah. Love Until that guy. Um, um, who was the one, um, the drug guy, Josh Hamilton. I always thought he was pretty hot too. Oh, that was Andy's dude. Faux show. Hey, me too. Yeah. And then, um, what a life he led. Well, it was the guy (laughs) that dated the girl that we know, uh, Chris Davis, Chris Davis. Yeah. He also gave me a baseball once. (laughs) Yeah. There was like some sort of foul ball or something. I don't know, but he was just kind of hanging out like on top. And I was like, Chris Davis. (laughs) And he totally turned around. I was like, ball. And he just (laughs) tossed it to me. I was like, okay, thanks. See Davis. (laughs) Yeah. No, he was very, very attractive. And, um, we remember we also met Elvis and he told me he loved me so I'll forever hold on to that yeah I would too if I were you and she was yeah we'll have another segment called hot guys in baseball pants later (laughs) (laughs) yeah no we could do hot guys in a lot of sports like all day long yeah hot guys in football pants yikesies oh Um, can't even hot hot guys in any pants (laughs) let's just do that yeah. And you know me, I'm, I love any list. I love any yeah. draft scenario. Like, hello, every five yeah. minutes, I'm like snake drafts, the yaks doing peanut butter and jelly draft. Like I'm like any draft, any list, anything I'm watching and I'm loving. So yeah. 
since we were kind of off topic and talking about lists anyway, which I keep trying to avoid the dozen trivia spoilers. So I got to stay off Twitter, but I should have asked you this earlier when we were talking about the snake drafts, but last week's was sandwiches. And there was a big debate on whether a hamburger is a sandwich. I have a hard time with that. I do too. I've I've never considered a hamburger a sandwich. Me either. They they allowed it. They drafted it because it's like it's usually five people, like the four Barcel Chicago guys, and then like a fifth from like the New York office is usually what they do. So it was like somebody drafted a hamburger, and like if two people veto it, then it's out, and you have to do it again. But. I guess the argument was like, well, it's a piece of meat in between two pieces bread. of bread, like a bun. It's like a sandwich. And I'm like, yeah, but like, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough. But then they like, so then that was that. And I was kind of like, I don't, I think I would have vetoed it, but like, I was also kind of like, whatever. Yeah. But then they were trying to stop. Then they were trying to talk shit about a Buffalo chicken sandwich and I was like, you got to go. Like, that's, we're not. that's a sandwich. I was like, Carl, the guy that drafted Buffalo chicken sandwich is going to get my vote based on that pick alone at this point. Yeah. Like, I hey. love Buffalo chicken anything. So, so do I. So do yeah. I. Um, so, yeah, I was uh, like, I should have asked you that earlier, but. That's hilarious. No, a hamburger is not a sandwich. You don't call it a hamburger sandwich. It's a hamburger and actually yeah. cheeseburger. Because if you're getting a hamburger, you're a psychopath. <laughs> Agree. Cheese belongs on a fucking burger. God. Yeah, no, I'm all for creativity. I really am. Like one guy drafted ice cream sandwich and I was like, I'm here for that. That's a sandwich. Fair. Yeah. Like he also had grilled cheese. Like he had a good draft, but I had to go with the guy who picked the buffalo this time. Yeah. And I do love a sandwich situation. Listen, I love sandwiches. (laughs) Um, and like getting back to hockey, another thing I forgot to talk about in my Chicago trip, those dudes that we were hanging out with for the Oklahoma guys, mm-hmm. like I got into a fight with one of them because they were trying to say like Dallas is not a hockey town. And I was like, no, oh, you didn't. Wrong crowd. Way wrong <laughs> crowd, bro. <laughs> no, sir. Not yeah. today. Exit to the left. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Okay, back to basics. Uh, we have a few things left. Let's. Well, before we leave hockey, I did want to say, okay. like, unfortunately, all of that drama yeah. overshadowed a very like sentimental moment. TJ Oshie, he plays for the Capitals, and his dad mm-hmm. recently passed with Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and he ended up scoring a hat trick that game where he nice. first returned, where like all this went down. He went back oh. to the bench after he scored the hat trick and he was like crying. It was super emotional. And I just hate that it was all like completely overshadowed by all this drama. So I want to shout that out. He's also a cutie patootie. Look him up. TJ Oshie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Super sexual. Oh yeah. I mean, that's him. Yep. Okay. Very hot. Yeah. Super cute. Oh, how sad. That breaks my heart. I know. I was very sad too, but just wanted to mention that. Yeah, for sure. Um, But moving on, I think I'm going to kind of move into a little bit of women's sports talk. I don't think this was technically on the outline because I just read about it like kind of before leaving. Media Enterprise called Just Women's Sports. So I actually follow on Twitter. They announced today that they've actually raised $3.5 million worth of investments from various professional athletes, including Kevin Durant, um, I think a company out of DraftKings, Samantha Mewis, Kelly O'Hara. 
several professional athletes, many who are predominantly women have come together to invest in this company, basically just aimed at elevating the coverage of women's sports. So like that is awesome. You know, we're definitely here for that. And it's a really great site. I mean, check it out if you're on Twitter, just women's sports. I know I follow them. I think their goal is to have like, you know, we've kind of talked about this in the past. Like, I mean, it's kind of an overall sports opportunity, but like, especially with women's sports, like it's hard to even know when they're on, when they're airing, where they're airing at, if they're even airing at all, because God knows nobody ever fucking puts women's sports on TV. So it's like one of those things that it's a bummer when just a few weeks ago, it was like the NCAA women's volleyball tournament didn't know it was on it was on ESPN too they had really great ratings just like another example of like a surge in viewership of women's sports yeah I had no fucking clue it was even on so I think that's going to be a big push for them is like awareness and elevation of like putting women's sports on TV and then like getting marketing advertising it yeah Yeah, letting people know that hey not only is it on TV but like hey here's when it's on and like I said viewership numbers were up for that NCAA volleyball title game it was on ESPN too, I think reached like 700,000 viewers, which was crazy for volleyball. And then just also wanted to mention WNBA preseason kicks off tomorrow. So another mm-hmm. women's sport opportunity to watch there. So we'll definitely be covering that. My sister's birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday. She was my classmate. So I kind of, was like, I recognize the date and which sister. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but Anyway, moving on to the NFL, Tim Tebow. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I love it. I fucking love do it. You? I, I totally do. I mean, I guess I don't hate it. I don't really give a fuck. But I'm also just like, really? I I just, I love a comeback no matter what yeah. it is in. Like, I don't care. I've never cared for the crossover. I mean, like, Bo knows. Bo knows he's the only motherfucker who can cross over in sports. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. What do you mean by that? Even Michael Jordan. What about, like, what about Dion? Yeah. But like, what did he really do? Like uh, he played professional football and professional baseball. He like won titles in both. Was he that good at baseball though? Yeah. So maybe I just forgot about him, but I mean, maybe I'm overly confident <laughs> and you're making me feel like I'm wrong. Either way. My point is I've never, for some reason, been a big fan of like, I hated when Michael Jordan went and played baseball. Not because stick to your sport. I'm like, I don't care. I love that he did it because now he can say he did it and he tried. So yeah. that's why I love. If you want to do it, do it. I think for so, Jordan, it was more like he definitely wasn't done with basketball too. Like, Well, exactly. Exactly. That's my opinion, right? No, like, no, that's fair. I was just like, girl, what about our guy Dion? Well, I, I fucking love Dion, but still. Yeah. So for whatever reason, I've never been a big fan of like, the switch to baseball for some reason. I don't know. But I also, that's just me. Like I also out of the other side of my mouth, love an athlete being like, fuck it. Yeah. I'll give it a try because a lot of the times they can. And yeah. if you're on the platform to do it, then do it. Like who am I to judge? So with, with old Timmy boy here, which I don't know if y'all have been looking out for this, but peep <laughs> his Instagram because his biceps are looking very much in shape. Which is crazy because baseball shape and football shape are two very different things. Uh, so, yeah. Wildly um, different. Yeah. So whatever. So he's getting a year in Jacksonville so far as a tight end for anybody who doesn't know. But I'm interested. And he's, I mean, shocker, Tim Tebow's already catching crap, which I, I feel like he has a ton of people that love him and a ton of people that just hate him. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
So he's already catching flack about like, you totally could have done this years ago and still been in your prime, but now here you are trying to do it again. And it's like, at that time, he's like, it wasn't in his heart. Like he was done with it or so. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, it's his choice. He didn't want to do it then. He wanted to fucking try and play baseball. And he spent the last three years, like in the minors for the Mets and he's done with that. So now I want to drive football again. Mm. Let him, who cares? I hate when people get all opinionated about shit. Like, I mean, we do, but <laughs> I just mean in that sense, like, who cares? Just let him do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for it. Like in the sense yeah. of like, I mean, I don't, I'm not rooting against him. I'm just like, really? Right. Is this necessary? Fair. Like, I mean, is he really the most suited third <laughs> string tight end for the Jaguars? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's just yeah. where I'm at with it. But like, I'm no not rooting against him. I don't give a fuck. Like, if he comes out and does great, more power to you. The odds are not really in his favor there, but no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I will be, also I say the Super Bowl him. odds have not changed with his yeah. addition. So yeah. that tells you anything. He is a moot point for yeah. the Jaguars. Yeah. We'll see. How I think this is just like an Urban Meyer like publicity stunt, maybe. Oh I don't know. for sure. Yeah. And maybe for both of them, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think so. I'm just like, okay. You know, like some people said with, you know, maybe Tom Brady and Gronk was like a publicity stunt, but then it turns out they won a Super Bowl. So I never really thought that was a publicity stunt personally. Me neither. No. I'm also it was totally too real, real for that to be a publicity stunt. Yeah. And I'm 100% okay with somehow Tom Brady. Never mind. I mean, we <laughs> talked about it last week and I, Oh, I just root, Edelman thing. I root for the situation, but I truly, I don't want that to happen. I just, no, we can't have that. I know. <laughs> Literally cannot have it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but DK Metcalf. I saw it. Oh my God. Entered and I don't even know like the total backstory, but well, he wanted to qualify, he wanted to try and qualify for the Olympics, which is hilarious because women can't probably heard it here first. Back in like whatever game that was in the NFL season when he fucking versus the it was Buddha Baker that was running him down, I think. Yeah, I can't remember, but I literally said something like. He's going to get done with the season of NFL and then run Olympic track. Like those are like verbatim my words. So you're yeah. welcome. Again, you can't parlay with all the facts before yeah. everyone else. Yeah. And you're welcome, DK, for putting that into the universe. Yeah. Well, you lost, but. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to run Olympic track and he's getting yeah. a lot of heat hit for not doing winning. It. And I'm like, really guys? Well, like, Well, and for doing it. Michael Johnson actually took to Twitter to kind of defend him, but basically was like, he defended his sport track first, Yeah. but basically a bunch of people, it's the same shit as people that are after Tim Tebow or anybody else who tries to cross over a sport. They're like, this is so disrespectful to, you know, other sprinters that have done this their whole lives and blah, blah, blah. And like Michael Johnson, I God, I'm just going to find his tweet because he was basically like, Yes and no. Like, yes, it is disrespectful that people don't know how freaking hard and how much goes into running a freaking 100 meter yard dash in 10 seconds. Right. Like, that's a lot. That's hard. And people don't respect that. But that's not DK Metcalf's fault or problem that he is also fast and, you know. Yeah, he clearly didn't win. But I mean, to get a 10.63 or whatever it was that he got, like, that's impressive. 10.36. Either I juxtaposed or you, or either well, yeah, one I of us did to come off of a season of football, probably not be in the greatest shape for track, not be training for track, 
to yeah. do that is super impressive. And I'm totally not going to deny that. Yeah. Where I will maybe get on board with some of the hate is I don't like it when people who can cross over, like, I don't like the fact that they're probably getting to that stage because of who they are. You know what I mean? Like he's DK Metcalf probably was able to make a few phone calls and like get into a qualifying round for this. Maybe not. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I just hope that like somebody else didn't lose a spot because like yeah. all of a sudden DK Metcalf wanted to try out or something. I would think that's not a thing, especially for something like the Olympics, because that would be disrespectful to the sport. Exactly. Just letting anybody come in and do whatever they want just because of who they are. Right. So I that's kind of how I look at it too with like the Tim Tebow thing. I'm like, is he really the most qualified, even at third round tight end that there is out there? Probably not. But because he's Tim Tebow, he's well, like getting a fucking edge. Well, not just because he's Tim Tebow, because he tried out for the Eagles a while back and for the Patriots and didn't make it. So he's doing Ooh. it because it's him and it's Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban Meyer is probably what has the most to do with that. Like there are three factors that go into it. He grew up in Jacksonville. Like people actually like went and boy, not boycotted, but like the people of Jacksonville actually went to the stadium and they were like protesting for the Jaguars to sign Tim Tebow. Yeah. So it's like that's coming from a lot of different directions. And I mean, so, it's wildly impressive. I'm never going to say otherwise. I don't care if he won or lost that, yeah. that heat. Don't give a fuck. For him to be able to do that is crazy impressive. I just, I hope there wasn't a level of, you know, he is who he is. He has yeah. his name. He's a professional, you know, football star. I hope that wasn't the reason he like got this tryout. And I hope it didn't like knock somebody else off or something. Yeah, for sure. And I don't even fully know, was that even a trial? Or was that something else? I don't know shit. I just keep yeah, seeing that's it on what I'm Twitter saying, right? and I was like, we love us some DK Metcalf. So like, we're going to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Things we should know that we don't. Welcome yeah. to that corner. Yeah. So somebody can give us that answer. Was that actually a trial or is that like a trial of a trial or nine dudes? Like, runner. hey, let's go run it. Let's go sprint the fucking hundred yard dash real quick. See who wins. Yeah. He actually held his own for a little while. Oh like, my God. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. And he's a massive human. Yeah, he's huge. He's gigantic. But yeah, so I imagine if he was in track shape. Oh my God. Yeah. Come on down to Arlington. (laughs) (laughs) Where is AT&T Stadium? Arlington? Technically, it's in Arlington. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I meant. We got to go there this fall. Mm, mm, mm. I haven't been to a Cowboy game in well, a year. I mean, I guess I didn't go this last season. So You know, I haven't been since the last time you and I went. Yeah, that was like for my birthday. Yeah, like eight years ago. And it was preseason. Okay. I've only, so I've only been to preseason games. The only mm-hmm. other Cowboy game I've been to in AT&T Stadium was with and bleep that the fuck out. <laughs> okay, I'll cut that. Bleep it out because it's funny. Yeah, we're talking about you, bitch. <laughs> bitch? Huh. <laughs> Because he'll know that we're talking about him, but nobody else will. I know. That's the best part. Keep it in. Bleep the name. The last time I went, we made a decision to go at like three in the afternoon for like a seven o'clock game. And I, you know, obviously it was a Sunday. I was even at work, just like working like overtime when it happened. And they're like, hey, do you want to go to a Cowboy game? I was like, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Go back home, like get ready real quick. We go to the game. We get so fucked up. You know, we Uber to the game. 
and we it was like we were playing the fucking giants so obvi we were like giving these guys in front of us like so much shit because they were giants fans and we fucking won it was an amazing game and like we had ubered there so when we get out of the game we're like checking ubers to get back home it was like four hundred dollars so we're like fuck so we just walked to texas live continue yeah. to get even more plastered with these giant with these other giants fans just talking shit the entire time and finally when the uber gets down to like 200 dollars at 2 a.m we're like okay we have to go we have to go because yeah. we both have to work the next day and i remember waking up somehow by the grace of god like at 8 30 and i was probably supposed to be at work at 8 and i'm like fucking tattoos still on my face like my entire outfit from the night before still on my phone is completely dead and i like am so hungover i have to get to work and like oh i would have called in there's no way i don't know why i did it but i'm stupid no i mean i just went to work suffered through pull yourself together that is not a talent that i have i used to be so good at it's getting worse mine's dwindled all the way getting, down getting older but i've worked i've worked from home for the last decade of my life god i wish i knew what that was like i don't know what the what the ladder is like oh well anyway let's talk some gambling and then we'll get out of here yeah let's do that just wanted to give a few gambling updates caesar's actually recently just struck a deal with the diamondbacks yeah. for a sports book slash bar at Chase Field. Kind of like we've been talking about big business here, guys. Like this is something that we're going to continue to see. This is another one. I mean, specifically Arizona is just like killing it, like yeah. moving shit along. We've seen this in the Scottsdale PGA. Um, it was like, are are they going to do it? Are they not going to do it? Because Texas and Arizona are kind of aligned with some things. And then it went from... Huh? Oh, yeah, they're doing it, too. They're fucking doing it. They are all in, and I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. We need Texas to fucking get going. A lot of money to be made here. And then in the same realm, Ohio seems to be the next state that might be up next. They're going to introduce a bill, and if it passes legislation, then we'll move forward to legalize gambling in Ohio. Sounds like that's one of the next states that might be next up. And then another thing I wanted to mention, a girl that, you know, I really started following when we started getting into the gambling universe. Her name is Kelly Stewart, I believe. I know her as Kelly in Vegas on all of her handles. She was one of the first podcasts that I listened to when it comes to like sports gambling. She had us or had, I think they had to cancel it now, had a podcast with a guy named John Murray. She's out of Vegas. Obviously her name's Kelly in Vegas. (laughs) He actually just recently signed with ESPN. So again, you know, so much going on in the gambling world that left and right, we're just seeing these kinds of things happen. This is one reason you and I decided to get into the gambling realm of things and hoping maybe once I get my life together here in the next day or two, I can sit down and handicap a few games and get some picks out there for you guys. So I know it's been a while because my last picks were like the draft and the Conturby. (laughs) Yeah, the Conturby. Haven't really had time to sit down and, and really make some picks, so. We'll be doing that very soon. But yeah, I think that's all we got for today. Maybe, maybe not. I don't really have anything else. Oh, this is a housekeeping thing I was going to ask you about. Oh, okay. Clearly not doing duffers. Oh, this is a housekeeping thing that we were supposed to talk about. I've been trying to talk to you about this for like two weeks and I keep forgetting. Yeah, I'm like, there's if it's this weekend, there's no way I'm going to be in Munster. Well, there's no way it's going to happen because we don't have like the equipment or the outfits. 
So oh, yeah. yeah, so if we keep this into the podcast, guys, we got invited to broadcast all of our guy friends golf tournament, which is called the Duffers. And we were going to do it, but they wouldn't settle on a date. And the date was supposed to be this Saturday, which we're clearly not prepared for, but whatever. We probably would have pulled it together somehow because we're good like that. Yes. But they changed the date on us. So I'm pretty sure they changed it to the 26th, which I think you can't do. So I just told them, I was like, yeah, I think we're out, but let's try again next year. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be on a beach somewhere, bitches. Yeah. I fucking hate you. Unfortunately, we will not be doing our first broadcast of the Duffers classic. Uh, hopefully next year we'll, we'll get you to know what? somehow. We should try and do like a preview before. Well, I'll be in town on June 12th. I probably have something that weekend. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, my calendar is full. Yes. Same. Go ahead. Also, apparently so is the rest of America's because like BT dubs, the airport, both airports fucking Packed. insane. Yeah. I was not even able to like park. It's never happened to me before at the airport. Ew. Yeah. It was awful. Which I mean, I was like, I'm glad like normalcy is around the corner, but like, holy shit. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't drive to the airport for that reason. Well, I normally don't, but I work three right minutes there. from the airport. So it's kind of like just works out that way. Until they open up in-flight drinking, I'll um, probably drive. That's coming June 1st. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, it's also know. already here because I just bring oh. the little liquor bottles on. You can do that. Well, but they make announcements at the beginning of your flight that says you cannot, if you brought any of those little vodka bottles, better not take them out while we're walking by. Oh, well, they didn't say that when I flew and I didn't end up taking them out, but I could have easily requested a drink and poured it in, like just made sure they weren't there. But my original plan was to just go buy a Diet Coke in the airport and pour it in before I got onto the plane. I just didn't. I We, we like, just like drank at the bar instead beforehand yeah so anyway but whatever another thousand random tangents that don't matter so what anyway um hopefully you're still with us and if so thank you very much hopefully rainy and i will head to chicago soon and you can catch our yeah as well yeah we've got to go somewhere we have to go on a trip we have to celebrate we have to celebrate all of our all of our success yeah, guys, it is success. Yeah, we still not. haven't done Women Can't Parlay convention. We definitely need to do that. Yeah, we're past our six month. <laughs> Barely. It just happened. I had to count that on my hands, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. We need yeah, to Women Can't Parlay convention. We'll have to do that. We'll have to do all these things, but actually do them instead of just talking about them. Subscribe. Leave us a review. Leave us a please kind rating. Yeah. Um, five stars only. Follow Where us at Women Can't Parlay continue listening that's really been the greatest of all is we seem yeah. to have like a very loyal fan base listener base like we listener, don't have thank you yeah we don't have like we maybe don't have like thousands and thousands upon li- well, i mean hundreds of thousands of listeners or tens of thousands of listeners but yeah. the listeners that we do have listen every single week so that's really yeah. says something about it so we appreciate the fact that Everyone keeps sticking around and returning. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you want to hear. And we'll keep pumping the content out for you all. Yeah, I have only two shout outs, which we did one tiny one, but happy early slash will be late birthday to my little sister tomorrow, May 11th. 
And then I have late shout out because this podcast is probably going to come out late this week. Yeah. But also I need her to know that we did say it early. So yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, We did. But then also our big fan, Jay Singh Holmes. Jason. Her birthday was Sunday. So happy late birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jesse. She's the yeah. best. Love her. She's the best. Even if you don't live in Houston or you're not looking for anything realty related, go follow Jason Holmes on Instagram. She's the shit. Oh, yeah. I guess that's another thing. I don't know what just made me connect this dot, but I actually meant to add this to our last segment. But the girl, I'm not going to remember her name. What's the girl who does the TikToks where it's, she does like the the NFL calls. That's so funny. Son of a motherfucking bitch. <laughs> well, she just, oh, Annie Agar. Annie, Ag- Annie Agar. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she uh, signed with Valley Sports. Agar. She's um, now going to be nationwide NFL college <gasps> football correspondent and host moving to Chicago of all places uh, this summer. So crazy. also shout out to that girl because she is hilarious. I love her yeah. content. I think everyone enjoys her content. It's very funny. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, I love how we're always like promoting all these other people. <laughs> um, we're we're famous in our eyes. Famous. <laughs> God, God, famous in our own goddamn heads. Yeah, it's okay. But we didn't we didn't come here for the fame. We came here for the fun. There you go. There you go. That's a wrap on episode 28. Yeah, that's all, folks. I got to go so I can kindly try to get this podcast out a day late. Yeah, and also just, you know, try and survive. Yeah, I don't know. I got a large week ahead. All right, bitches. Thanks for coming. Peace out. Bye. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.